mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Welcome back, Galactic Rivers. I'm not going to redo this intro 500 times like I hear most of us podcasters seem to keep doing, and I am no exception to that rule that seems to happen. I don't know why it's so hard to do that, but at any rate, uh, I finally got everything all edited and put together, and I'm so excited to share this interview with Kristen Tyler, my good friend with Junebug Arts. She is a talented artist, a wonderful uh, ascending spiritual being, and um, just an all-around fun person. We had such a great chat. I think you will definitely be inspired by her, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, all the contact info and all that good stuff is in notes. Um, and I'm not going to apologize for the audio quality because I think we all get it, you know. Uh, some of us are just working with nothing but a phone and some of us don't have the best Wi-Fi because of things beyond our control in our area whatnot. And let's not even get into Mercury and Mars, okay? So uh, that's part of what took so long to edit this. So thanks, Kristen, for your patience. And again, the happiest of birthdays to you. And thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I can't wait to come to your workshop. Uh, Enjoy my listeners and have a wonderful rest of your week. Welcome back, Grooving Galactic Beings. I'm Andrea Land, your Grooving Goddess and Muse, and I am so excited to have a friend of mine on who is a very talented artist and wonderful um, member of the spiritual community. Her business uh, and art is represented as Junebug Arts online, and her name is Kristen Tyler. Uh, Kristen, welcome so much to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you uh, and have you share with our listeners um, what you are planning to do with your um, online Zoom um, art classes. I'll let you go more into it because I I know there's much more to it than what I know on the surface. But um, part of the reason, listeners, that I asked Kristen on is that we've met through our um, spiritual community that we uh, talk to people a lot through, which is the Soberish community from the Soberish podcast. And um, Kristen had offered some art classes, and I was just really – drawn to trying to work on that part of myself because I've never really explored um, my artistic side in that medium a whole lot. It's always been music for me. So I'm really yeah. excited. And I her artwork is beautiful. I yeah. really yeah. love uh, all of it. So uh, <laughs> 
So you said when I mentioned, you know, having you on the podcast and then talked about mm-hmm. wanting to participate in your Zoom art uh, sessions, you had mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, you have a story behind it and a reason that you would like to do this work. So I'll just stop babbling and let you take the floor about all of that <laughs> uh, all right um so the whole reason behind my art classes um I used to teach the wine and paint classes um and it was really fun I loved it um you know getting people to kind of connect with that artistic side in a way that normal society doesn't really encourage a lot um but this a session that I'm going to be doing is going to be purely donation-based. Um, so instead of $35, $40 for one night, um, you know, if you have money to, and you want to help the cause, great. If not, you are more than welcome to join in. Um, and I did this because I want to target a lot of the people who could use art-type therapy as an outlet for negative emotions, for, you know, just kind of coping with life. Um, I came from a very traumatic childhood, um, and I suffered from PTSD um, that I was diagnosed with three years ago. And art has always been such an important thing in my life to just kind of be free from a cage I never thought I was going to get out of. You can be anything you want to be. You can create anything you want to create without restrictions, without rules or, you know, anything. Whatever comes, and you don't have to share it with anyone. It can be just for you. And like I told you, Andrea, there is no wrong way to art. There are so (laughs) many many different types of art. I mean... Look, somebody taped a banana to a wall and made a, a million and a couple million dollars. There is no <laughs> wrong way to art. It is whatever you feel passionate about. And as I got older, you know, I used my art as a way to connect with my guides, to be able to open that line of communication. Because, of course, you know, in the spiritual community, you have all these people who are like, oh, I can talk to my guys. I have conversations with them. And, you know, being a newbie, um, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. kind of feel discouraged when you're not able to do that. So, Right. These, yeah. These are a way to, like, give another outlook on a situation that may not be given elsewhere. You don't have to do it one certain way. It doesn't have that to be is like absolutely true. You know, I connect, mm-hmm. I hear my guys when I'm painting, when I'm drawing, um, mm-hmm. anything like that. So these classes are really just going to be, you know, let's get artsy fartsy together. Let's connect. Let's see who you are on the inside because the more you get involved in any kind of artistic venture the more you're going to connect with your real self your higher self those parts of you that you shelter from the rest of the world for whatever reason it doesn't matter it's it's you know it's open across the board there but Mm -hmm. we're going to give 
people who, who need the outlet the most. And unfortunately, a lot of people who are struggling in poverty um, and are not able to afford any kind of formal classes or even the wine and paint classes, they don't have that opportunity to say, hey, there is another way to express yourself besides violence, you know, besides, mm -hmm. you know, selling drugs or anything. There is another way. It is another way. Right. I want right. to that. That's yeah, I I really see the value in what you're doing, and I love the the deeper meaning and um, reason behind it. Uh, just everything you just said, um, really, I can relate to. I'm here for it. I'm all about it. Um, art therapy, I know in particular, um, is is so therapeutic, and it's a it's great for. Um, expressing whatever's inside of you that you can't find words for. It's great for trauma release. It's great for yeah. uh, creating joy. And like you're saying, it's great for connecting with your guides or your higher self or whatever your form of ascension and awakening looks like. I, I think it's a really great point because I have been in that position where like, I wasn't necessarily, a, you know, having conversations with my guides, like, you know, like you said, and, and I think it's like in the sober community and I'm sure in other communities, I, I don't really spread myself around to a lot of groups, but I, I think it's probably the same across the board where there's people who have been in it for a long time, um, who have, you know, a lot of different abilities and connections activated within them themselves that they're using and then when you're brand new to it especially if you're someone you know uh with limited resources who has mm -hmm. just now realized there's maybe more to life and all of a sudden you're in this group with these people who are like you know levitating <laughs> when they right. Meditate. Right. And you, communication here and you're like uh yeah <laughs> yeah and so it's it's really wonderful to be trying to provide an outlet for newbies like you said and I I honestly I love the the word newbie I'm good with newbie I I don't think anyone means offense by it when they say baby witches or any of the other things but it's really important and I, I think everyone that I've been talking to lately we all sort of have this same feeling that we need to keep reinforcing that we're all on the same level it's like a parallel kind of learning and development and just because one person can hear their guides and you can't doesn't mean you're somehow behind behind or not doing it right Absolutely. so um it'll be it's, a wonderful way to draw that out of people oh yeah and it, it's so discouraging to be on the other side I I for one am one of those people when I first started um I actually had my awakening in 2017 when I was um, diagnosed with PTSD and I didn't mm -hmm. really fully get into it until about a year ago and when I first joined the soberish community I was like oh, I am not having conversations with guides. I'm not hearing, <laughs> you know, voices. I'm not, you know, but as time went on and I saw just how many people were in that same kind of, of group, it's so discouraging. And I really want to encourage the fact that if we are not all on the same level, 
there are people in the community that are more awoke, I guess, for a lack of better word, um, that I think part of our mission is to reach to the people who are not there yet and to bring them up to that level. I don't ever want anybody to feel like they aren't part of something bigger because it's not happening for them in a certain way. And I really yes. want that different aspect of, look, your mm-hmm. your process, your journey, your path may not look like everybody else's, but that doesn't mean it's any less significant than the person next to you who has all of these abilities. And I mm-hmm. promise when really dig deeper and once you really learn to connect with yourself and be yourself without apology live your truth no matter what that is you are going to get more and more just up there where you're going to look back a couple months a year down the road and you're like I'm a completely different area than what I was before when I started and that's growth Mm -hmm. that's that's where everybody needs to be encouraged. That is excellent. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. It's, uh, you know, it's really about learning to surrender to the idea that there is something more and that you are an amazing being and have all that within you. And then learning to trust yourself that the, the thoughts that you have and the feelings that you have Um, it can be really difficult to differentiate from like the frenetic uh, frenzy of earth 3d stuff, like the, the, you know, the basic survival kind of things. Um, It's hard to differentiate (laughs) that sometimes from what is intuition and um, what are guides. And uh, I think it's just really wonderful and exactly true that our mission is to um, keep, you know, the way I, I kind of see it um, a little bit like a like a big um, party that's trekking across this, you know, hiking trail. And mm-hmm. um, as one person like steps up a, a, on a boulder, they reach back and they lend a hand to the next person that's climbing that rock, you know, mm-hmm. and we all keep helping each other over these obstacles. And, and what I'm finding is, is that some of the, you know, quote unquote newbies, as they do tap into um, themselves and, and their guides and source, they have new things to teach, you know, me and everyone else who on the surface, it may look like, oh, well, they're doing these card readings. And that seems to be really, uh, they must know what they're doing. Or, um, (laughs) you know, people who have been talking to animals since they were a little kid, like we all we all have pieces of these things. But that doesn't mean that um, the new people don't have keys and and information and ways of doing things that are are much needed and of value and um one of the people that i just spoke with and interviewed uh she's um i don't know it's like i like you said like there's a newbie and then what do we call the old timers <laughs> is like, I don't really like old timers, but the seasoned, we'll call it the seasoned. Season. Yeah. Some of us who are seasoned and who've been, you know, in it for a few decades or whatnot, um, consciously aware of it. Uh, 
we have been waiting for more help, you know, and, and more people to wake up to their own divinity and connect with themselves in the universe because the more I mean it's just like anything if you're building a house oh my dog is sneezing this is really funny why are you sneezing poopy um if you're building a house you know it's going to go a lot faster if you have 20 people versus two (laughs) right and and those two people are going to be like oh Thank heaven there's other people here to help us build this house because we are so damn tired. And so um, I think most of us that are maybe a little more seasoned feel that way. You know, it's not like we're like, oh, we're here to be your gurus and teach you everything. We're going, okay, listen, (laughs) we've been rowing this ship (laughs) for 20, 30 years. (laughs) And we're going to do everything we can to get you rowing because we're really tired. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it like um, a magnet, when you have just one magnet, it's strong, you know? Yes. But the more magnets you add to that, the stronger the whole piece is. And I I think that's the magnet analogy. That is, that is the collective. You know, the more, okay, you know, we have this group that have been around for a while and and they're doing the work that they were called to do, but now we have so many new people awakening to Mm -hmm. different, you know, um, aspects of things. And the more that we come together, the stronger the whole collective will be. Um, Absolutely. and that just radiates down. It trickles, you know, it's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. The stronger we are as a collective, the stronger we are as people, the stronger we are in love, the stronger we are in changing these different type of aspects that are no longer needed in this world. You know, we don't mm-hmm. need those. We learned our blessings. It's time for a new. It is rebirth season. Let's just be beautiful human beings, you know, without, yes, absolutely. You know, all of terrible things that are happening in the world. Right. Right. And, and it can be so hard to be trying to do this work. I mean, I got to do a lot of this before I was in the middle of crazy 2020 uh, pandemic, Mm -hmm. whatever world, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've been, I've had that thought a lot about, what is it like to suddenly be waking up now? Because you have like one force inside of you giving you um, hope. And then there's all this stuff in your face that you've been used to paying attention to. That's telling okay. you the opposite. So, I definitely think that sometimes the greater the obstacle to come over and to overcome, the greater the lesson is behind it right now we have so many different things so many different you know um kind of little many wars being fought a a racism you know the Mm -hmm. government everything like that these are such big obstacles that we've been in such a comfortable cycle with for so long um especially a lot of us and now and then there's other ends of the spectrum that have been victims of this 
Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of like changing it and, and we're living, we're growing. And I mean, it's, it's absolutely going to be beautiful. You know, when we're this all, is all, all over and done with, and we've moved from that death process through that rebirth process to the new world. And it's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I agree. I feel so positive about it. And, and, um, I do believe that this this process, albeit painful and difficult, that we are um, transforming and, and releasing a lot of stuff that just is not as necessary. More of more of a unity consciousness and less of a duality, mm-hmm. and not in a way where it's like everybody agrees with everybody necessarily, but right. that we agree about the basic uh, dignity. Mm-hmm of humanity and how we need to make sure that everyone on the planet is taken care of uh, and has their basic needs met at a minimum. You know, there's no reason why we can't be doing that as a world. There's just simply no excuse other than greed and refusal to see things. Um, So I was going to tell you while we were on here, I, I remembered after we had booked our interview uh, mm-hmm. And it's funny that we got a little bit delayed because it always winds up turning out when I do that, that there's some piece of the puzzle that I haven't quite found yet that I need for the conversation. <laughs> but I realized, <clears throat> yeah, I, I realized um, that part of the divine timing of this was I remember today that when I was in kindergarten, um, now, mind you, I am not... Like I, I, I've done, you know, some painting and, and a lot of things for fun that are, um, artistic, um, pastels Mm -hmm. and a little bit here and there, but I've, I've just consistently throughout my growing up and then my adult life, it was like one of the things that was far down on the list. And I always sort of had this like you're not good at that, or you can't do that, or, you know, just, and I never really knew exactly why. And then today, I remembered this thing that happened to me in kindergarten. I was a super precocious, um, awake, little weird alien being um, (laughs) going to kindergarten with all these normie people uh, that I didn't understand. (laughs) And um, the teacher was she just didn't like me. And I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but the truth is, is that especially 45 years ago, I mean, teachers are human and they can't help the fact that sometimes they just don't like a kid for some reason. Right. right. <laughs> and this teacher was just annoyed as shit by just about everything that came out of my mouth because I was very precocious and I wasn't trying to be sassy or rude, but you know, it would be Mm -hmm. like circle time and she would be going over um, the days of the week and she would ask me what day it was. And my answer would be, why don't you know? (laughs) 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 And I wasn't trying to be a little ass, you know, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I can understand why she was kind of always like, this child, you know (laughs) and then I wouldn't want to play with the kids because the games they were playing just seemed um weird and animalistic and mean and I didn't understand why they were weren't all just like hugging and singing and laughing and (laughs) having um you know more uh 
more fun than like playing war or any of the other games kids wanted to play back then. So there was this one day where we all had, uh, I think we were finger painting and I made a landscape and um, she was kind of like going around and putting everyone's picture up on the little easel and then we would talk about it. And I had drawn a painting that had a horizon, you know, the, the sky met the earth. Mm -hmm. And um, usually at that stage of childhood, you're not doing that yet. You, you just like, you know, the sky is up at the top of the page and then the grass is at the bottom of the page. And then there's just kind of like some blank space in the middle, you know? (laughs) So I had drawn this picture with a horizon and then she she literally uh, accused me of cheating. <laughs> How do you cheat on art? I don't know. Like I was, and so I am like, I'm, I'm experiencing, you know, cause I can remember like my face getting hot and feeling embarrassed and feeling like I had done something wrong and being shamed mm-hmm. for, and, and, you know, she was out and I was like, I don't know. I just painted what was in my head. This is what the world looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And so it was this weird seed that got planted way back then. And I was realizing today, uh, I was, what I was doing when I was that little, you know, obviously I wasn't painting from the developmental abilities and skills of a five-year-old. I was like automatic painting. You know what I mean? I was having, I was painting a vision. And so I didn't know how I did it. I just did it. But because she had imposed that um, judgment on it and publicly kind of shamed me about it, instead of saying, wow, this is a really cool painting. (laughs) Um, it it left this block in there that I didn't even know I had and especially a block to connecting um, art and intuition because I had told you part of the reason I wanted to take your class so bad and start joining in on that is that um, I've had this vision in my mind for months now at this point it started um, maybe around May or June that I want to portray on paper and I, I, you know, I felt blocked from doing it. So I was really fascinated and even more excited about your, for your workshops. um, (laughs) When I realized, Oh, no wonder you won't sit down with any sort of, you you know, tools (laughs) and try to make an image. You had that smacked out of your hands when you were little so it's certainly about time that I get rid of that (laughs) and I definitely like uh, in the art community um, in itself there is a lot of discouragement it is very easy to lose your enthusiasm and your passion about art when you delve into that community and you know you see people who went to art school um, or you see people who do things a certain way that don't match up with yours. And it does, you don't have to go to art school mm-hmm. at all. You don't, mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to do things a certain way. If you want pink and purple polka dotted clouds, by all means, you paint your purple and pink polka dotted clouds with passion. 
and you make those the best clouds ever. Because when it comes down to it, art is for yourself. It is not for anybody else. You can paint for other people and, you know, that's fun. If that's something that you do, that's something you want to do. However, when it boils down to it, the way that people are wired currently, a lot of them will never be happy with what you're putting out, you know, and, and it could be for all kinds of different reasons. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. What matters is what you think. Are you proud of this piece? If somebody doesn't like them, screw them. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter what they <laughs> That's absolutely true. That is that is something that I've because, you know, my medium has been music mostly. And that is something that I've gotten uh, through my own human programmed skull uh, about (laughs) about music is that I can't write something worrying about whether anyone's going to like it or if I need to change this lyric because someone else will think it sounds better or sing it differently. It just comes and it's inspiration and I create it and then that soothes something in me and luckily you know much of the time there are at least a few people who like what I did (laughs) but um, you know even if nobody you know even if it's five people in the world who hear that song and get something out of it uh, it it was or if nobody ever does hear it Mm -hmm. I did it for me and um, like you're saying it just it really doesn't matter and I think that's one of those things that's starting to fall away is this uh desperate codependent need for Mm -hmm. outside external validation that we've just kind of had as a humanity um I've noticed a lot of like really mainstream non-woo at all uh public figures and celebrities doing things like turning off their comments on social media because they don't want to hear how hot they are anymore. They, they want to hear, wow, your comedy special was so funny or, you know, whatever it is that they're putting out into the world. And Mm -hmm. even that they don't necessarily need to hear it. They're all starting to recognize, Oh, I make art and yes, this is how I make my living, but I don't need to like, have all this ego stroking and validation so i'm really hoping that that continues to spread to the general population because that'll just make the world such a better place um had you planned yet uh have you figured out when you're gonna start doing your your zoom classes definitely gonna be um within the next couple of weeks um i have a little camera technical uh, things to work out uh, because I definitely want to be able mm-hmm. to do it where it lies. Um, and whether I be working on something, a personal piece of mine, or I am trying to teach a particular uh, painting or drawing, whatever it may be, because it's just going to be a wide array of things. Um, I don't want to, de- I definitely don't want to mm-hmm. limit to it to just one thing because there are so many different styles and mediums um, when it comes to art. And I really just kind of want right. to cover that because some people don't like mm-hmm. things. Some yep. people just like draw, you know, and that's, that's fine. I don't ever want to be like, oh, well, like mm-hmm. you can't watch her because all she does is paint. No, 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 no. We are a judgment free, all inclusive, you know, everyone's included 
and and do love <laughs> art sessions <laughs> that no one's gonna be left out um but definitely there's a couple little technical things I have to work on on the camera view I want to be able to read the comments right. and answer them as we're going along but I also want people mm-hmm. to see what I'm doing um so that, that's um I, I'm I'm a little old school and it's a little bit new school for I me can relate so I'm to trying that. to figure that out <laughs> but definitely <laughs> so definitely within the next couple of weeks it's going to be going on and probably what I'll do is start off on Facebook or Instagram um and kind of see how you don't get a feeling of it how else yeah. to do it it'll be a learning process and I hope that shows people you don't have to be perfect when you first start out at something everything will come when it's supposed to come and it's it's just it's okay to be at the beginning stages of a project. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. The, the patience and just kind of surrendering to the process. And it, it sounds like uh, coming to these classes, I'll, I'll get to be part of a really lovely little, you know, collective that's just going to transform as we go. Um, One of the things you were saying just about letting go of perfection, that has been a thing that, you know, I think everybody struggles with if they're Mm -hmm. honest, but some of us probably latch onto that a bit harder. But I love hearing you say that because that's kind of what Mm -hmm. I've been doing. Like when I started this podcasting (laughs) thing back in May or June, whenever I finally said, okay, I'm just going to do it. I have to stop waiting. I just need to do it. Um, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and, but I committed to myself right. you know, with all of it. Okay, well, so what? You don't have a website yet. Who cares? Do you even want a website? Do you necessarily have to have one? You know, all those different little pieces. And so I've been doing the same right. thing with myself is just allowing myself not to be perfect. So I know you'll get all of the equipment and stuff figured out. Part of what you're talking about is kind of why I haven't really been doing a whole lot of lives or anything because um, I, your mom, that's something we didn't even cover. I have to mention that Kristen has four kids (laughs) and she's managing to follow her passion and dream, which is really inspiring. But um, when you have a lot of kids, uh, the electronics often seem to go, um, they get transferred to other uh, teenagers who need them more. Yeah. So all I have right now to work with is my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so how old are your kids just to let our listeners know so they have some inspiration there Hi. I have if I have any more kids <laughs> um, I'm going to need a small school bus um, I have <laughs> I have a 10 year old a uh, who's Matthew um, a 4 year old little girl and that's Layla and a 3 year old little boy and that's Jacob and then I have a 4 month old happiest little baby to ever walk the planet in my opinion um, Delilah and she is just they all they mm-hmm. all have their own personalities and they all can you know make things really difficult or they can be really easy it all just <laughs> right. depends on how they wake up in the morning um, but definitely, and I know kind of a, an important aspect to think, I want people to know that I am a single mom of four, 
Um, and, and, and they're not all old. There's two toddlers in there and they, they keep me busy. Um, but I see a lot of either single moms or stay at home moms who lose themselves mm-hmm. when it comes to raising children. Um, I was a stay at home mom for a long time and you become so consumed with making sure that your child is, is, is growing, is developing, is learning everything that they need to know, you know, and then taking care of your spouse, mm. you forget about yourself. You lose yourself. Who am I outside of being a that mom, a provider? True. And art is kind of, yes, art is kind of whatever you choose to do in ever which way, you know, whether it be music or dance, or actual traditional art, or digital art, whatever it may be, if you craft, if you make wreaths mm-hmm. out of things, you know, that is, that is, that's you, that's not you being a mom, it's okay to not be a mom all the time, you need that time for yourself, and whatever, even if it's not art, whatever you have to do to stay connected with yourself, I highly encourage because if we are okay, if we are, are worrying about everybody else, that is demonstrated and our children mm-hmm. see that. Even if we don't mm-hmm. think that they do, they see it. And when they get older, it, it starts the whole cycle over again. So if we can show them now that it's okay to take an hour a day to have self-love, to take that self-care, whatever that may be, sitting in a tub, drawing something, just sitting there listening to music, whatever it may be. Show your children that it's okay to do that. That and it's important that is to think about yourself. The most excellent mom advice. And I think that must be part of how you manage to stay sane with so many kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Absolutely. And yeah, and it was not learned overnight. This is so, this is something that I've learned over the years. Um, that the more that I forgot about painting, mm-hmm. there was a long time where I didn't paint for years. Um, did no kind of art. I've had all these, you know, little kids running around, and I just I was like, I just don't have time. By the time the end of the day comes, and I do have a free minute, mm-hmm. all I want to do is sit there <laughs> and do nothing. Yep, and that's that is totally okay however mm-hmm. go run a bath do something for yourself nothing. during your nothingness you know <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. put on a face real quick you know paint your toenails and art is is kind of that thing where if you leave the perfection behind if you take out the technical aspects and you just do it for you you're not worried about oh does this look realistic oh is that hand right because oh not, i know, you know hands they are, are the bane of oh. art existence <laughs> my son is yeah. uh, a really he's a yeah. really good artist um, and he struggles with that figure drawing so i hear about it a lot even i do i i hands just oh i, I don't <laughs> even know they're like a whole other level but if you take that out and you just 
you're just doing what feels good. You know what? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the grass isn't mm-hmm. green today. Maybe it's blue. That is completely fine. As you kind of lose yourself in that process, you know, you just, you're not thinking about, oh, does this look realistic? Is this right? You're just being. You're just letting yourself, your true self flow. And it is one of the most fulfilling and beautiful experiences. And it is something that over the years I have learned, either I'm going to get up at the crack of dawn or I'm going to stay up later Mm -hmm. just so I can have that. Because without it, the world and life is so much harder than it Um, has to be. I really completely get what you're saying. My kids are older. They're 18 and 16. And um, I (laughs) was lucky to make a few mom friends who were also pretty creative and artistic. And uh, we kind of helped support each other in continuing Mm -hmm. some kind of, you know, doing our own thing and having time for ourselves. And that was so beneficial because you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. just with two kids, cause mine were two years and two months apart. Um, the intensity of constantly uh, chasing, you know, being aware of them. And then also like you're talking about uh, taking care of your spouse, depending on what your relationship mm-hmm. dynamic is. And you do, you just lose yourself in the, mm-hmm the fray of all of it and then you know like you're saying in the exhaustion then you're you're like I don't even have the energy to take a bath but once you make yourself do those things they always feel better Mm -hmm. and um the other thing I was going to comment is wow uh you're I just had the realization after you had talked about waking up in 2017 and then really um connecting with the community over the last year and getting into it you had a baby in the middle of mm-hmm. 2020 and and you have embraced um you know you've continued to grow spiritually and artistically and I just think that is amazing you are like a mom superhero um (laughs) that must have been very intense because just the hormones involved um you know they make our emotions so heightened uh do you think that was a factor at all oh absolutely absolutely um with my oldest daughter I have two boys and two girls um, I suffered terrible, mm-hmm. terrible postpartum depression um, for a year after she was born. Um, and it, it is definitely one of the things that um, once you, they say, they say, once you have it, you get it, you know, you go through it. it you are more susceptible each right. time around you, you have a baby. So definitely with my youngest son um it was something I kind of just poured mm-hmm. myself into work at the time you know I had just started back to fail and I was like you know what I'm just gonna flood my head to where I don't mm-hmm. have to face any kind of those things um and you know to a point it worked but you know what it also did it also repressed a lot of emotions uh. that I did not face until later um it was definitely something I had to go mm-hmm. back and kind of relive. If I would have just faced it when it came, mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't have had to do that. So uh, when my daughter's Lila was born, I was like, you know what? I'm breaking this cycle. This isn't going to happen again. And I felt everything. But I had art. I had that positive outlet that I could just kind of get loose. And if I wanted to sit mm-hmm. there and paint and cry, I could. That's wonderful. It didn't matter. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it really mm-hmm. has kept me level-headed and just kind of able to roll with the punches because not only have I let go of, you know, perfection, because when I first started art, um, I was like, okay, I have to do this. I have to have a Patreon. Right. <laughs> I have to do a YouTube channel. I have to have uh-huh. my own style. You know, it has to be this. <laughs> Not only did I lose the aspect of having to be perfect in art, but I also lost the aspect of having to be perfect mm-hmm. in all other aspects of my life. And instead of worrying so much, am I doing this right? Is this right? You know, is this right? Is this wrong? I just was able to enjoy the fact that my body just brought in a beautiful human being. And I am able to just enjoy all of the smiles and laughter mm-hmm. she gives all day long. <laughs> she wakes up with a smile on her face. Um, mm-hmm. to, I'm able to enjoy that because mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about being perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm never mm-hmm. going to be perfect. What is perfect anyway? I am the best that I can be for me, for my kids. And that's enough. That is enough. I don't have to strive to be this super mom that mm-hmm. the world holds so high. You know, yes, I, I understand you just want to be super mom. But right. I get you. And I shouldn't. You're, you're absolutely just... right. I mean, I know you're not dissing the label, but it's <laughs> like we kind of need to get away from that, too. But I would just say. No. Let's just say a happy, healthy, composed mom that has time for herself. A healthy mom. Absolutely. That's right. Yes. And and to be Mm -hmm. a healthy mom, you have to make time for yourself. Mm -hmm. It it, it goes hand in hand. You know, Um, because if you're worried about everybody else, you forget yourself. And that means that you're forgetting things that you need to heal whether you know to do whether it be healing of of past traumas you know anything like that uh you know karmic cycles it, it's so important not to forget that and being so overwhelmed with having to be that perfect mom that perfect spouse the perfect daughter mm-hmm. sister brother you know any of that let go of action and just be let you the inside and just your soul flow naturally without forcing it to be anything. Except That's absolutely beautiful. Be. You you have obviously come so far in your own personal journey, and it's wonderful that you can share this with others. I am really excited to start joining in on that because um, I know that it's going to open some some doors into myself that I can then use to help the collective as well. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to um, dig into while we're okay. here on the podcast? <laughs> I know <laughs> we could, we could like talk, talk for days. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's um, 
Yeah, I maybe I'll just tell you a little bit about like the vision that I have in my brain is how I see I think Absolutely. it's sort of what I look like when I'm um in my Merkaba, you know, my Taurus, my I just call it my rose quartz pink bubble, but um that's because I'm more of, you know, a fairy tale, uh, mm-hmm. cartoonish kind of person. <laughs> but um, I, when I'm doing mm-hmm. that and um, expanding out my field so that I can uh, send that balancing earth energy, um, I'm still kind of formulating how to talk about this because mm-hmm. it's sort of new to me like I've always known what I was doing but I didn't really have a mental picture of it or or a full concept of it Mm. and so now I understand that I am like you know basically hugging the entire planet and giving it unconditional love um the Mm. earth and all of earth's children uh Mm. but in the vision I keep seeing um like uh, a female figure in lotus position from the, you know, her back is showing and there are these um, streams, Mm -hmm. streams of light, all of these little cords and connections coming out of the spine that connect uh, me to everything else. Um, And, you know, down, down below me, Mm -hmm. there's, you can see where all of these um, tendrils that are coming out of the back of me are connected to little houses and and trees and mountains and, uh, you know, a butterfly and just all kinds of different things. And the... The um, the strands of uh, Akasha is really what it is that are coming out of me and connected to all these other things. They look like angel wings. And I think, uh, and not that I'm saying, if you want your angels to actually have feathers and wings and that's how it works, that is great. I am not taking that from you. I had that image in my head okay. for the last 50 years or so. Um but I'm starting to see it now mm-hmm. as um, that they're, they're not exactly wings, that it's, it's made out of light. And it just appeared that way to humans. And that's how we got that um, characterization of it. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, I'm really excited to uh, open up my artistic potential and be expressing some of those visions I I thought of another thing that I made that I remember so clearly because it was one of those things I drew as a kid that my family went uh how'd you do this because um I wasn't normally that um (laughs) accomplished at drawing and that kind of thing it you know looked like typical kid stuff um I think I was about seven or eight and Mm -hmm. I made um I, I drew, I think I used like uh, just colored markers. I drew this um, portrait of a gypsy woman. Um, and now that I'm older, I think back on that photo and uh, that was me at one point. And she's part of my current incarnation ancestral lineage. And so I'm going to have to dig out that picture to share because it's kind of cool to show that Mm -hmm. those things come out of you sometimes when you're young or at different points in your life. And you may not understand Mm -hmm. the meaning of them at the time, but you will someday. (laughs) 
absolutely a, a lot of of my paintings um that I do for myself are visions that I've had in my head or you know I just sit down and I let mm-hmm. whatever come out of me wants to come out of me and then at the end I'm like oh <laughs> oh okay yeah, I, that's okay. it's just so cool and uh-huh. I I so, I absolutely yes. love your artwork um as you know I'm, I'm a big fan uh <laughs> I'm just so excited to take this class so um listeners what we'll do is I'll have in show notes uh Kristen's contact info and then um she'll be uh announcing when she's going to do those um classes i'm sure and i'll i'll upload this episode sometime this week um and let you know in advance and then what i'll do is uh kind of reshare it everywhere when it's getting closer to your first session so that we can um try to get some more people there who are maybe newbies or maybe og star seeds or you know whoever just wants to unlock that part (laughs) of themselves i think it's going to be a lot of fun and you were, you're Absolutely. just, you're such a lovely person. Absolutely. You really and have uh, so much to give to the world. And so I'm really happy that you're in a place where you can uh, share it and be here for that. Absolutely. Art is definitely, it has been my lifelong dream ever since I was a kid. I knew I wanted to do something with art and I never really knew what exactly I was going to do with it. I was like, you know, I could paint stuff for other people and they could pay me and I could be a big famous artist. As I got older, I realized that wasn't right. the important thing anymore. And now it's like, you know what? Art has been so helpful for me to just be free. Other people need this. And if I can, if I can give them just that little bit of hope, and that way to kind of escape. Maybe you have a bad childhood like I do. Maybe you grew up in a not so great place, you know, and you just need something positive. You have art there and you can do it with anything at your disposal to have that. So if I can share that with people and help them, that is more to me than any amount of money oh, and I will speaking ever of money, Thank and... you for mentioning that again, because I wanted to tell you, uh, the, the donate, you know, <laughs> donation based sessions. I completely understand doing that. I have been doing that with, um, yes. my tutoring and parent coaching for everyone suddenly being thrust into homeschool. Um, mm-hmm. and it feels so much better to just yes. put that out there. And then, um, people who can pay you do, and those who can't, they're kind of covered by the ones who did. And then it just all feels better than our present capitalist exactly. system. Absolutely. Absolutely. And definitely like, you know, it don't feel, mm-hmm. nobody's going to know whether you donated or not. Nobody, you know, it's going to be a completely judgment free zone and if maybe you know you try the 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 whole group thing and it doesn't really work out for you maybe I'm not covering exactly you know everything that you want to learn and you'd like a more one-on-one thing that is something that I will also be offering you know if you just want to do one or maybe like a private party 
you know, where you have a couple of your friends and we just do, you want to paint a specific thing and I help you, you know, walk you through some guidelines of, hey, okay, you want it to look this way. Well, this is how we can achieve it. But I'm going to encourage you to be creative, to be in yourself. In, even if you're just painting the same thing as everybody else. I love that. That is in. really fun. And it, it has the potential to be sort of like, and especially right now with all of us kind of being a little restricted from our usual um, going out <laughs> places. Um, the idea of right. having kind of right. like you're talking about, like the wine and paint session with your friends, only it's a more... Um, purposeful Mm -hmm. and inner journey than um than that and doing those little private parties that is just so much fun I see so much on the horizon for you this is going to be a horizon (laughs) (laughs) that horizon that I wasn't supposed to see when I was five (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny um would you like me to pull a card for you before we get off of here uh by any chance absolutely would love for you to pull a card for me that sounds awesome tarot and go ahead and think of a question if you'd like or just general information and we'll see who comes out to say hello uh i i like to do this for anyone who's um willing to come on the podcast and be my guest because it's been interesting and surprising. Well, surprising only because sometimes I have this annoying character flaw where I just assume everyone's like me. And so I forget that normal people uh, have a fear of public speaking and maybe don't want to talk in a microphone or they get a little scared of it. Um, So this is so pretty. I will send you a picture of this when we get off the phone. But from the Muse Tarot, you have the star. Um, And she is so, she's lovely. And she has this, uh, you know, beam of light uh, coming into her head. And she's kind of um, looking off in the distance, holding this little star next to her heart. Like it's precious and she's guarding it and, and, She's definitely looks like she's seeing visions. So um, the prompt for this card is optimistically collected. Uh, These Muse Tarot cards have a prompt, which I kind of like, and it's just meant to be something that you you ponder in relation to the card. But key words for the star are renewed hope, expectations, Mm -hmm. positivity, dreams, arriving, rewards, divine timing, opportunities, seeing the beauty in your situation. Sure, it certainly sounds like you're doing that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read out the whole uh, explanation of the card because it's not that long and I feel like it'll be good uh, for the moment. The star muse hears her name being called across the cosmos and she rises to hear the beckoning optimism of those who allow her energy to settle in their hearts. One foot in the water and one on land, she is able to draw on the power of the sea and the stars and use them to nourish dreams. She feeds desires, deep self-discoveries and bright wishes for a better future. And with light and clarity, she offers you a powerful message of fulfillment. 
and a joyous wink filled with the patience of hopeful expectations. Take a sip from her fountain of faith and believe in your incredible power to reach your goals. Open your heart to her starlight and sunshine, knowing that your magic is here for you today and that it brings with it a promise of renewed hope and trust in your ability to shine. That is just so sweet. And um, I don't know how that resonates with you, but it just made me all goosebumpy and sounds like... Uh, a summary yes. of everything you were saying that's in your heart about helping others and following your bliss right now to do that, that um, you've just got a big old green light. <laughs> I've, I've got a huge grin on my face because as you're reading that, I was just like, mm-hmm. it, it's just confirmation for me. You know, the whole past year I've been like, what do I do? What is, what is my purpose? What is my mission here? And it really feels like this is it. This is, this is how I do something that I'm so passionate about and I love so much. But I'm also helping people find that same love and passion within themselves. And that to me. Yes. I'm so happy that this card is meaningful to you because I really think it was meant to (laughs) come out and say hello to you and give you that validation. I, you shining your light is only going to help others find their light too and shine as well. And I'm just, I'm so excited for you and so excited to see uh, where June bug arts uh, runs, runs off to in the cosmos. Um, This is going to turn into something beautiful for you and everyone who gets to connect with you. I'm looking so forward to it. I can't wait to start. Um, yes. still letting go of that perfection thing, that little thing, but definitely it's to the point, like, like you have everything <laughs> you need, get started now, mm-hmm. you know, don't wait, don't mm-hmm. continue to push it off for another 10 years, um, keep going, you know, and just start where you are mm-hmm. and growth happens. So be absolutely amazing I can't wait I can't wait to, to you know to help you Andrea you know bring your visions to life and I'm so excited to actually like see them and share that, that I think so moment too with you. It's I think be so too well thank you so much Kristen for being with me and thank you listeners for being in this beautiful space with us and make sure you come to these zoom art sessions even if you are thinking I just doodle I just draw stick figures I bet you you will get into this environment and connect mm-hmm. with Kristen's energy and you will be surprised mm-hmm. at the beauty that comes out of your hands have you mm-hmm. on again for sure after we get the workshops going for a little while I, we're going to have you back on to talk about um, my progress <laughs> and see if I've, if I've graduated from stick yes, figures absolutely. <laughs> uh, well we'll have you back absolutely. again soon thank you Kristen Before I take you out with the song Rise, uh, originally from Katy Perry, but since I'm not her buddy, I'll just have to sing it myself to include it. But I've decided what I'm going to start doing is ask each of my guests for their favorite song, and I'll do my best to provide that. Sometimes they're not always available in a backing track type of format, but 
At any rate, I loved doing this one. I don't know how I missed this song four years ago, other than I was doing chemo every week. But it's like, uh, Kristen told me it was her favorite, and then I went and listened to it, and I just was, I'm glad that I'm sort of hearing it for the first time now, because, um... It's so powerful for this moment. Go watch the original video for it. Not the one for the Olympics, but just the one where it's Katy Perry. Um, but at any rate, this is for you, Kristen. Happy birthday. And this is such a powerful song. You're a powerful woman. And thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to share you with the rest of the world and to sing this song for you. Much love, everyone, and especially you, Kristen. I won't just survive Oh, you will see me thrive Can't write my story I'm beyond the archetype I won't just conform No matter how you shake my core Cause my roots, they run deep Oh, oh you so little faith Don't, don't doubt, doubt it, don't doubt it Victory is in my veins I know it, I know it And I will not negotiate I'll fight it, I'll fight it Just fight it, just fight it, and be transformed!